Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sunrise. Welcome to church on this beautiful day. Wonderful to be here worshiping with you and hearing the word of God together. My name is Dan. I'm the worship director here. It's good to be just in God's house together. I want you guys to stand with us as we prepare our hearts to worship and sing and exalt him today. So, um, yeah, let's give him our praise, our everything within us today. So let's just go ahead and start singing together.
is my firm foundation, the rock on which I stand, and everything around me is shaken. I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus. He's Still got joy in chaos. I've got peace that makes no sense. And I won't be going under. I'm not held by my own sin. Cause I built my life on Jesus. Cause he's never let me down. He's faithful. this morning. He won't. He won't fail. He won't fail. Say it again. He won't. He won't. He won't. He won't This is my firm foundation. Oh, the rock on which I stand when everything around me is shaking. I've never been more glad that I put my faith in Jesus. He's never let me down. He's faithful through Say 
that again. Rain came. our trust in you today. You are our firm foundation. Oh, the perfect Son of God in all his innocence. Here walking in the dirt with you and me. He knows what living is. He is acquainted with our grief. A man of sorrow, son of suffering. Oh, blood and tears, how can it be that there's a God who is a God who leads. Oh, praise the one who would reach for me. Yes, hallelujah to the Son of Suffering. Some imagine you a distant and you chased us down in merciful pursuit To the sin you were grace 
Is it God who bleeds? Oh, praise the one who would reach for me. Hallelujah to the Son of Suffering. Hallelujah to the Son of Suffering. Oh, hallelujah to the Son of Suffering. Yes, hallelujah to the Son of Suffering. The one who gave it all. Oh, hallelujah. Suffering is hallelujah to the sun of suffering. Hallelujah to the sun. Your cross is my freedom, your stripes, my healing. All praise, King Jesus. Glory to God in heaven. praise and honor and glory to you. Thank you for your blood, Jesus. For the tears that you weep for us. Thank you that you are a God that cares that sees us, that knows us. And God, thank you that you are the firm foundation that we stand upon. No matter where we may be at in life right now, if there's shifting sand and things seem uncertain, we don't know what's coming, we don't know what the future holds, God, that you, but you are our firm foundation. We can trust on, trust in that. that you're holding our hand through the whole way. Help us believe that this morning. Help us to lean into that, that we don't have to carry the load, do all the work. We can step back, relax our shoulders, and let you lead. We follow you today, God. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys can take a seat.
I don't know about you guys, but my voice is tired. <laughs> That's a lot of singing. Um, but praise God. So anyway, welcome to Sunrise, you guys. Um, I'm Dan, the worship director here. If this happens to be your first time with us, I just want to say a special welcome to you guys. And also welcome to you guys worshiping with us online today. There are QR codes for, the, for you guys who are in the service here on the back of those chairs. For you guys online, there'll be a little link that pops into the comment section. Um, again, if you're new, you can scan that code that'll bring you to our announcement page, which I'm about to talk about. Um, and that, there's a little banner there you can click on, answer a couple questions. We'd love to answer those questions you may have for us. And we'd also love to send you a gift later this week in the mail. So... Welcome to our guests. And now on to a few announcements we have. Um, after the service, maybe you guys saw that on the way in. So I'm sure your kids saw it on the way in. But there's a table um, out there. And uh, Mrs. Julie in the kids' area has a special plan uh, for this summer. Kids get to go adopt their Bible buddies in the lobby. And there will also be a plan, a Bible reading plan that goes along with that. So they get to read the Bible all summer long with their Bible buddy. And there will also be um, plans for adults and also youth on the Connect table as well for you guys to kind of follow along in a reading plan throughout the summer. So kids, have that direction after the service, okay? You can sign your name up. You can name your Bible buddy and get rolling on that Bible plan. Next, we have Pub coming up this week. Um, so guys, we'll be meeting at um, Hudsonville Grill once again at 6.30 Tuesday night. Noah will be leading that once again. It's always a great time. Super deep theological discussions. Sometimes not at all deep theological discussions, but we do have a really, really fun time. So guys coming out to that this Tuesday at 6.30. Um, Saturday, this coming Saturday, June 11 at 6.30, we're going to be having a summer celebration. I got that right. Summer celebration out on the lawn over here. We'll have a bonfire, s'mores, um, fun fellowship time. And kids, we encourage you, if you haven't already thrown them away or recycled it, your homework and your homework folders or your tests that you still have laying around, we're going to burn them. So we, that's what the bonfire is for, right? So we're going to burn some papers, burn some homework, and also enjoy some fun s'mores and hanging out together. Um, lastly, next Sunday after church, we're going to have our annual town hall meeting. The elders and directors will come on upstage, uh, on the stage after the service to lead us, and they um, will talk about the budget, vision, and the update on the pastor search. So um, come on out next Sunday um, after the service, and we'll be having the town hall meeting. So that's all the announcements for me. And if you forgot half of them, that's okay. It's, it's on the announcement page. Scan the, scan the QR code, and that'll bring you there. Um, uh, this time in the service, we got like to stand up, greet each other, let the kids mingle on out to meet Mrs. Julie, and she'll bring you back to the kids' time. So let's take a few minutes and talk with each other. Good morning, everybody. Go ahead and find your way back to your seats. Those of us on Team Introvert are already there. Just a quick show of hands. I'd like to know who in the room prayed for rain today. (laughs) Okay, a couple of you. All right. Well done. You're living better than we are. (laughs) Uh, Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Dan Fisher, and... Uh, as we always say, whether you're here for the first time or you've been here for a long time, we're glad that you're here this morning. Uh, if you're here for the first time, this will be a little bit of a unique service for you. Uh, but those who have been with us for a while know that this is my last Sunday here. Uh, and that brings a lot of questions for all of us. Uh, it brings a lot of um, hope, probably, for some of us. Uh, a question of 
what's next, lack of clarity, uh, questions of what do we do, all those kinds of things. And then we overlay that with everything that's going on in the world. Uh, we've got bombs that are still dropping in places where homes, communities, cities are being destroyed. A country is being ripped apart by another. Uh, just in the last couple of days in Hartford, Michigan, a city not too far from here, a 12-year-old held up a gas station. There are people having conversations about what books should or should not be in our public schools or in our libraries. And then in the midst of all of that, we have our own internal struggles with life and how to walk through it well. How do we continue to be a people of hope in a world that seems like hope is being snatched away? How do we continue forward in our jobs that seem like they're dead ends? How do we deal with the news that we've gotten about this part of our lives that just seems to, instead of increase a sense of clarity and direction, seems to knock down what feels like a house of cards when we think of hope and of direction? This morning, what I want to talk about, as my last time standing in front of you droning on and on and on for a few minutes, is something that I think is the one thing that will help all of us walk through the shared and individual struggles and triumphs of life in a way that helps you cling to hope, in a way that gives you and me direction in terms of the next steps of life that you can see right now and the ones that you don't yet know and can't even forecast are yet to come. Before we do that, let me pray. God, thank you for this church. Thank you for uh, those who are here in this room, those who are not able to be with us here in this shared space but are here with us online. God, I pray that you would bless these families that somehow in the busyness of our lives, you would shine through in such a way that your love for us and your love for the people around us would be the thing that we are most known for. And so God, for our friends, for our neighbors, for our community members who this month find great hope, And for those who are aware of a community of people who might not show love toward them, we pray for them as well. And as we walk through and toward another political season, and we try to figure out how to walk through all of that, would you keep our minds focused on your love for us, that you've given to us so that we would give it away to the people around us. God, we love you, and we're here this morning in part because we believe that you're going to Show us and do something in us as a response to our shared time here together. In Christ's name, amen. So what is this one thing? (laughs) We've got shootings that are happening. We have countries that are being uh, invaded. At this point, more than what we just hear on our regular Google News feed or Fox or CNN or whatever you decide to use. I think if we look back through history, we can look over the shoulder of some people who have walked through some difficult circumstances themselves and even really great fantastic circumstances and have been able to point us toward, if we are willing to listen, some of the things, sometimes if you boil it down to the one thing that has anchored them 
and given them direction through some of the most challenging times of their lives. The first person I want to talk to you about is this little girl. Uh, You probably have read about her, but in 1983, a book that she wrote was kicked out of schools because it was a real downer. (laughs) I'm talking about Anne Frank, a little Jewish girl who hid with her family during World War II in a cubby, and she and her family at some point were betrayed by someone else who thought that it was best to follow the laws of the land rather than to act toward love toward a vulnerable people group. Specifically, this family and this little girl were hiding, who were hiding in a home. And she wrote what many of you have probably read or at least heard about, Anne Frank's diary. And she had all kinds of conversations in this book. One of them that was a common theme was her talking to Kitty. Kitty was this friend of hers who she wrote to, and she hoped that in her writing, Anne would be able to divulge all of the thoughts of her life that, were mo- that made her most vulnerable, that she could talk through her hopes, her fears, and Kitty was just an imaginary friend. But Anne Frank also told us just some of the biographical things of her life, and somehow in the body of this young girl resided a profound sense of what was most real in the world. The world that around her was literally crashing down. And here's something that she had to say that I think doesn't just shape for us a better view of what helped orient her life, but what helps orient our lives even today when we try to think and move in this world responsibly. Here's what she said. In the long run, the sharpest weapon of all is a kind and gentle spirit. Sunrise, you already know that this is true. This is a community of people that started to come together and began to organize itself and name itself Sunrise specifically because it wanted to be a community of people who helped show that this is true. In the long run, the sharpest weapon of all is not a javelin. It's not a well-written Facebook post. It's not getting these books in or out of a library or putting up a certain hashtag or having a well-crafted argument. It is a kind and gentle spirit. Who of you would argue with this? This is a time when a pastor asks that question and puts his hands up where it's a really good thing to not put up your hand. (laughs) Kill him with kindness, sure. This is from a little girl who saw the impact of weapons on her community, literally. We live in a community where we see the impact of social, verbal, relational bombs of weapons on the world around us. I think we would be a wise people if we would tap into what Anne Frank says and who this community intended to be, this Sunrise Ministries community intended to be when Sunrise was started, to be a people who continued to see this as true. And so I'm saying this, my, I want to reveal my motive, my heart in saying this so that it's very clear to you. I'm not trying to say any of this that I'm saying right now or will say as a, with a tone of correction. 
my, my heartfelt tone, and I hope it comes through so that as I'm saying it right now and you think back on me saying it, you think he didn't even have to say it because we could tell, is that we would continue in this direction even when there seems to be a lack of clarity, when the things in our lives seem to be more disorienting than orienting, may we dig deeply through the dirt of life and anchor into this concept of love. Now, this, of course, Anne Frank is not the first person, she's not the last person who has pointed to the importance of a kind and gentle spirit. And you and I know that it's one thing to have a kind and gentle spirit, to have that motivation, that desire, but it's another thing to actually put that motivation and that desire into practice, right? We can think all of the greatest, kindest things about our neighbors, literally the people who live on our street, and we can want to help them, and we can tell ourselves we should be doing the kinds of things that help these children in our neighbors' homes grow up so that no matter who they are or what their preferences are, they know that they have a safe place to call home that might include this whole neighborhood. And there's another woman who I want to reintroduce you to who kind of picks up on this theme. Her name is J.K. Rowling. You heard of her before? Yeah. She's written some books that many of you have read. Maybe some of you will never read. For whatever reason, that's completely up to you. But if you rise above the literature that she's written and you listen to the story of a woman who, for a very long period of time, seemed to have no clear direction of life. She was living on welfare. She was a single mom. She needed the help of people around her, and she eventually wrote this story series of Harry Potter and has become an extremely influential and extremely rich person in this world. The quote that she has is that it's our choices that show what we truly are, far more than our abilities. It's our choices, not our abilities. She's a, a woman who has accumulated a large amount of wealth, has the ability to help all kinds of people who were once in her whose station of life she was once in, where she needed help, financial help, relational help, people who would be willing to see her, and instead of moving away from her because she fell into a category of life where she was a single mom, and that can be met with just all kinds of questions and accusations rather than a move of love toward her, she was in a spot where she needed love. She now has the ability to help all kinds of people. She has decided, and I'm not saying this because I think you need to do the same, but this is her story. She now has so much money that she has decided to help people, to use her abilities to translate what she could do into action by giving more than she needs to financially to her country. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying, this is not a political statement, this is not me trying to suggest what you should or shouldn't give financially anywhere. But it is me saying it's one thing for a person like J.K. Rowling to write something or to say something like this. You know, it would be a really good idea if our choices, uh, it's our choices that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. If she were to ascribe to that thought, but not to follow through on it. Sunrise, you have been a community who has subscribed to this thought and have moved on it. You've had the ability over the years to see and to notice people whose stations of life require them to need the help of those around them. And you've shown up. 
You've shown up as individuals, as families, small groups, as a church to respond to folks who need help paying their utility bills or getting food in their pantry. Don't stop doing that in the moments where there doesn't seem to be a lot of clarity about what's next. Don't simply fall back on maintaining the abilities to help people when you could continue to step forward toward people and to help them. There's great power in that. Now, of course, it's one thing to look at people like Anne Frank, this little girl who is has become a pivotal figure in history, and it's one thing to look at J.K. Rowling, who has become a very rich person who has means and opportunities, abilities far beyond many of our own. At least mine. I don't know about Dan DePuis. You you making as much money as she does yet? As followers of Jesus, we should probably anchor ourselves a little bit further back in history, right? (laughs) Than World War II to help us anchor ourselves. So I want to do that. I want to look at the Apostle Paul. I don't know what the guy looked like, but this is a little bit of what I imagine he might, have, he might look like if he was alive today. Okay, so don't get too distracted by the picture, but he was a Jewish man. A Jewish man who dedicated his life to living according to the rules. He would have fit really well into the Christian school that I grew up in. He wouldn't have worn jeans. And if he had belt loops, he would have worn a belt. His hair would not have touched his collar on his shirt. He would have said, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am, not yup. At least that's how I grew up. Anyway, he was prim and proper. He had life figured out, which for him and the community he grew up in was to follow the rules. On Sabbath, you don't do any work. You follow the commandments. He was probably one of the people who Jesus would have said, you should help someone on Sabbath. You're not here to serve the Sabbath. The Sabbath is here to serve you. At some point, Paul's eyes were opened to the reality that it's not most important to follow the rules. It's most important to love people. This is a short quote from a letter that he wrote to followers of Jesus who lived in Corinth. And He gives them all kinds of short, pithy statements about how to live well. And in the midst of that, he says, look, out of everything that I've said, okay, Out of all of it, vote this way or make sure you pay your taxes or pray for people or whatever it is, make sure you don't swear. He doesn't say those things. I'm just saying things that we might say to ourselves today. He says, above all of those things, if there's one thing that you should focus on, regardless of anything else, he does not say, I want you to focus on being right. He does not say, I want you to focus on making sure that you are in church X number of times a month. He doesn't say, I want you to make sure that you give a certain number of volunteer hours or you watch this news source instead of that one. He doesn't say you should advocate for this or for that. He simply says that above all else, what's that next word? Love. Sorry, put on love, which finds everything together in perfect harmony. You know as well as I do that when a family starts, or a work group starts, or a church starts, the most important element in all of that, that you're going to see most clearly at the beginning, is that people see each other and care about each other. Because if that isn't there, families don't stay together. 
If that isn't there, groups of people that begin to meet in homes or in parks don't become Sunrise Ministries. If love is not there, Paul says in another place, you're a clanging symbol. You're worthless. So sunrise, in your homes, on your Facebook pages, on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchats, with your neighbors, in your workplaces, above all, during Pride Month, outside of Pride Month, before or after your political person of preference does or does not declare that they're going to run again at whatever level of government. Above all of that, put on love. It is love. It is not a strategy. It is not a pastor. It is not an elder team that will keep sunrise together. It's love. So don't stop loving. And Frank... J.K. Rowling, the Apostle Paul. There's one other kind of important person who we kind of fall back to to help us live our lives well who speaks to this as well. I don't know what he looked like, neither do you. We often think that he was blonde and he would have walked out of a Land's End magazine. But we don't know that he looked like that. But Jesus said these words. Love each other as I have loved you. Love each other as I have loved you. Jesus is someone who came to this earth. You know this story. He walked toward chaos. He accumulated around him a group of people who were not even noticed by the people around them. If you know much about how disciples were recruited, the disciples who Jesus recruited were people who couldn't cut it. They couldn't hack it in the academic world the religious academic world of that time. They were the leftovers. But Jesus saw them and he said, I want you because I see you as valuable to follow me. And that's the common theme of Jesus' life on this earth. His constant words to people were, follow me, follow me, follow me. And we distill that down into mentally assent to all of these different theological doctrines that you should But really what that is, it's an invitation to relationship. Walk with me. Would you hang out with me? That's a simple invitation we can make to people to show love. Hang out with me. Don't love each other as long as folks agree with you. Don't love each other as long as folks can give you what you hope to get from them. Because we certainly gave Jesus nothing that would cause him to choose to love us back. But he loved proactively. It's the kind of a love that a mother gives to her breastfeeding child, that a single dad gives to his kids by working when he can, but being there for his kids to love them well, as little ones or as adults. Love each other as I have loved you. So there's one thing that I think that 
we can see historically, hopefully you've seen it with me, in the life of Anne Frank, who was trying to live a life in the context of bombs falling and killing the world around her, in the context of J.K. Rowling, who was way down here and rose up to this point. If we can find the one thing that the Apostle Paul thought was most important as he transitioned from being someone who thought that the rules were most important to following Jesus was most important, if we can find the one thing that Jesus said was most important, it would be love. That's it. Sunrise, you have this in your mission statement, this very word. It's because it's part of who we have been from the very beginning. It's part of who we are now. And it's part of who you'll continue to be, that you would transform this world with God's grace and love. God, thank you for your love. It's baffling It buoys us when the storms of life want to try to sink us. It gives us reasons to write songs, songs that have been part of our shared spiritual story for generations and songs that are still being written because the dimensions of your love are (laughs) never-ending. You have sustained us in ways that we can see and celebrate, and you have sustained us in ways that we will never know until our lives here on earth are over. And so, God, this morning we want to say thank you for that. God, I pray that you would continue to bless Sunrise Ministries, the families who have been part of this church for a very long time, even the families who have at some point been part of this church and are no longer, those who have just jumped in, those who will jump in. I pray that you would bless them, that your love for them, even in the ups and the downs of life, would be very clear, and that as a community of people, this would continue to be a place that is known to be a place where your love lives and radiates. Thank you for your goodness. In Christ's name, amen. So at the end of every service, we sing a song. We ask you to respond in whatever way is most helpful to you. One of those ways that we invite you to respond that is helpful for all of us is if you would financially contribute to the vision and the mission of Sunrise Ministries. I'm going to rewind a little bit to help hopefully expose to you why it is important to give financially to Sunrise Ministries. We would not have been able to do the COVID pantry without the financial giving of people in this community, in this church, and outside of it. We would not have secured this building without the financial commitment of people in this church. We would not have been able to purchase the piece of property several years ago that we purchased without people saying, I believe in what this group of people is trying to do and I will financially commit to it. P.S., that piece of property this week sold. I'm not going to give you the details about that. You're going to have to come to the meeting next week to find out more, but it's good news. We wouldn't have the spaces back here for your kids to have what they need and the resources they have 
to help them see and love Jesus and live a life that radiates love to the people around them without purchasing certain tools that we need to purchase for them. This place, this community, your kids, your neighbors, the people in your small group, some of what they need is the financial commitment of people in this room who call this place home so that the services, the spaces, the tools that we provide can continue to be provided. So join us in that. There are other ways to respond too. Join with us in singing. Whether you stand up with your hands raised or you sit down and you reflect and you think about ways that you can live your life differently in response to the way that Jesus' story interacts with yours. In whatever ways are most helpful for you to be more like Jesus, we invite you to respond in that way. Just what you say. Though the storms may come and the winds may blow, I remain steadfast. And let my heart learn when you speak a word, it will come to pass. Is your faithfulness to me? Is your faithfulness to me from the rising sun to the setting same I will praise your name great is your faithfulness to me from age God from age to age though the earth may pass away your word remains the same your history can prove there's nothing you can't do you're faithful and true though the storms may come and the winds may blow I'll remain steadfast and let my heart Word, it will come to pass. More great is your faithfulness to me. Great is your faithfulness 
want to leave you with a blessing. Um, Dan, I don't know if you're aware of it, but it was four years ago this Tuesday that I met you for the first time. Another elder and I met with you in a coffee shop in Holland, and by November of that year, you were pastoring with us. And so I just want to say thank you. But now we're saying goodbye. Um, We are sad, but we are so grateful for your faithful leadership. These have not been any easy years by any means. things going on in our world, our country, and in the church in general, but always through that you have led us well, helping us filter it through the lens of how Jesus would look at things, and we are so grateful for that, how we could respond best to the people around us. As elders, we've appreciated your leadership, your wisdom, your humor, and your friendship. You have been a blessing to us and to Sunrise. We will miss you, but now it's our turn to remind you to relax your shoulders as you go through this next step in your life. And we will continue to pray for you as you go through this transition, knowing that you will be a blessing wherever God calls you next. Thank you. Dan and Stephanie, we want to thank you for your leadership and direction and sharing all your talents with us over the years and guiding Sunrise through the next step in our journey. And like Carol mentioned, you know, you're your direction, your wisdom, your leadership. You really, we watched you grow into a pastor and lead us well, and we thank you for that. And sharing your sense of humor. And sometimes it was good humor, sometimes we took a while to get it. But, um, also, sitting through the director meetings and all the numbers and all the boring stuff and not falling asleep. Thank you for doing that. So, but seriously, I just want to wish all of God's blessings upon you and your family. Thank you again, and we'll be praying for you in this next phase of your life. Thank you. Amen, amen. And uh, we'll all pray together a little bit. I get the the honor of starting the prayer, and um, it won't be short. But um, God is so good. Uh, God is love. And and even in the prayer that Jesus taught, he, He taught us to pray saying, Our Father, who art in heaven. And I would just add one word today, our loving Father, who art in heaven, who looks down on us and, and, and cares for the Georgetowns and the Jenisons and the Grand Rapids, Michigans throughout the world. And, and he says it in the way of Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. So th- this, is, this is not goodbye. This is farewell. And um, I would like to start the prayer. In your hearts, pray. And if somebody else is led to pray, 
feel free to come up to join us and to thank God in a very special way. Our loving God in heaven, thank you so much for your care. Thank you so much for the one focus, for the gift of love in Jesus Christ and then in your church from the triumphant ascension to all authority on heaven and earth has been given to the, the commission and the commission for your body of believers to go into the world in love, loving others as you have loved us and loving each other as we would prefer to be loved ourselves. Lord, the field is, is great. The harvest is ready. This is a continuation. Thank you so much for sunrise. Thank you for much, so much for this four, four years and more. Thank you so much for being our Father in heaven who loves us, who cares for us, and who gives us the opportunity to share your light with a world that needs it. So that, Lord, after four years and after 40 years, or whenever you come, eternity forever and ever and ever, we and all those that you have blessed to surround us with, to enable us to save by the blood and grace of your Son, Jesus Christ, all of us will worship you forever and ever in a perfect way. Now we see through a mirror dimly, but then we will see you face to face. And all of the learning and all of the loving and all of the teaching that's been given and done will just be shared wonderfully with no tears, perfect peace, no questions. Lord, thank you so much for Pastor Dan and his family, Stephanie, kids, for what you've done to bring him here and what you will do with him as he goes out into a, a mission field. Thank you for what you will do here, what you are doing here, and uh, what you've always done, Lord. You, you bring us closer to you so we can lift Christ up in the midst of a world and all can be drawn. We're just very, very blessed, very thankful, and we thank you so much. Father God, I just want to just lift up Dan and Stephanie and Addison and Sam. Just thank you for bringing them to sunrise at such a time as this. Thank you for the leadership that they brought to us and the love. We love Dan. We love Stephanie. We love his children. And we're going to miss them so much. And we know that you have a great plan for them as they go forward. We ask that you will bless them in this plan, be with them, and help them to know that we will always be praying for them. We will miss them terribly, but we will always be with them. And we know that someday when Jesus Christ returns, we will once again all be together to worship together. Be with them. Bless them. We know that you have great things, Lord, and we thank you for that. Yes, Lord, though there are, there is sadness today. Um, there is thankfulness that overtakes it. And Lord, we just thank you for this humble servant and his family, Lord. Thank you for his commitment. Thank you for his creativity in a time unlike any other. And thank you for his servant's heart. Lord, we heard about a kind and gentle spirit and that beats within Dan, and it's because of you. 
And we thank you for that heart. Lord, we just pray that you would bless him mightily as he turns the page and goes into the next chapter, Father, that you would just uh, give him all the tools that he needs. Lord, we know that his light will continue to shine. And just give him everything in the way of peace and comfort um, for himself and his entire family, Lord. Just bless them mightily. Again, thank you for the time we had with them. You have blessed us mightily, myself individually, and this entire body. And we know we're, we can go forward because great is your faithfulness. And we were thankful for that. And all, all God's people said, amen. Dan, we have a little gift for you, a little reminder. Um, for, as you go forward, a reminder of your time at sunrise from the elders. Thank you. You can open it now. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hopefully it's a good reminder. Relax your shoulders as you continue to transform the world with God's grace and love. Thank you, guys. Did you draw this, Dan? <laughs> Very fun. Well, Dan, Stephanie, well, you guys... Um, Sunrise, Sunrise, we love you too. And with presents comes cake. So we have lots of cake out in the lobby. We'd love for you guys to fellowship with us, hang out, and spend some time, talk with Dan, and uh, as long as you want. We'll see you guys next Sunday. Have a good afternoon.